This week on Another Digital Citizen, I paint Fro like Jack paints Rose on the Titanic. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to Another Digital Citizen or Xbox uh, Game Pass uh, Talk Episode 1, because I'm going to talk a lot about that uh, during uh, the TV round, I'm assuming. Uh, because guess what? I got an Xbox. Hey, who hasn't gotten an Xbox? Well, it's Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. That's right. I did. I, that's the biggest news this week. I did not get an Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's like anti-news. That we should do that at, like for an episode where we just do news yeah, that didn't happen this week. That didn't happen. Yeah. Dinosaurs returned. Mhm. Mm mm. Hey, that's that's actually true. I don't know if you've seen the documentary Jurassic Park. Oh no, I haven't yeah. seen that yet. Uh, yeah. Even though it's from like '96. Is it from '96? I want to say that fucking old. I want to say the original was from 96. I can look it up. I, wow. I remember winning the VHS for Jurassic Park in a raffle uh, when I was a little kid. Oh, 93. I was even... Wow. Second one was 97. Okay. I I actually think that's pretty much earlier than I thought. If I had to, like, guess, I would have, like... 98 probably late 90s yeah i would think that yeah. too but i think that the animatronics and stuff were way ahead of their time is more uh, it what was, it is yeah. yeah like especially if you look at uh movie number one uh even next to especially like uh two and three i would say uh like the effects in the first one is so much better but i mean also helps having a very good di director did you know that actually he he was the director for the second one? Maybe the worst one. I think the third one was the worst one. The third one is the one with the pterodactyls. I I have a hot take if you really want to hear that. I, I actually think uh, the third one is better than the second one. I really do. Oh. Uh, but I like the flying... Uh, Flying uh, raptors uh, point of thing. I think I think the storyline in two is so uh, so stupid, especially like uh, with the dinosaur coming to New York and things like that. It's just like it's very like it reminds me of uh, King uh, Kong. King Kong, yeah. Yeah, it's got a similar vibe, right? It it's it's very yeah, it's very very like King Kong, so it kind of annoys me how close they are in, like, storyline. So I think that's why I didn't like to, and uh, I didn't really like the aspect of him roaming around in New York either. It's just like, like, I've seen that in King Kong, and it was a better story. So uh, I think that's the reason why I like 3 better, because it's, like, it's off the... It's off... Uh, a mainland and back to a, 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 an island. And I also like the aspect of them like tricking the guy to, to, to be on the journey with them to save their kid and things like that. 
now. Okay. Uh, Jurassic Park from 90s, 90s uh, fan cast uh, here. <laughs> yeah, that and we will talk a lot about sinking ships. So it, it, uh, uh, it fits together because uh, when was Titanic from? Wasn't that also like early 90s? Oh, the movie? I was going to say the Titanic, yeah. the boat, or the... Yeah, no, right. the, the, the movie, yeah, yeah. That was early 90s, I want to say, also. Uh, I yeah. remember I probably was around 17, 16, 17. 97, yeah, so it came out the same year as the second second yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was the earlier than effects. that, but okay. The special effects in that is also very good. Uh, something that also sank like a, a ship this week was uh, people trying to take uh, control over Russia. Yeah, the the greatest challenge to Vladimir Putin in his more than two decades of power fizzled out as a rebellious mercenary commander who ordered his troops to march on Moscow abruptly reached a deal with the Kremlin to go into exile. Right, the mm -hmm. the leader commander of this group, uh, we'll just call him Progosian because I don't like saying his first name. Uh, right. His uh, group moved on. Well, they took over a couple towns, or at least they claim they did. They definitely shot down a bunch of airplanes mm -hmm. and uh, helicopters, uh, but then made a deal to go to Belarus, right? That he's mm -hmm. like held up yeah. in, in Belarus now. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Belarus is more or less an uh, out-spect of Russia. It is strange, I mean, though, because uh, the leader of Belarus and Putin get along. And so yeah, this is kind of him so. yeah. uh, taking in an enemy of Putin, which is an interesting mm -hmm. wrinkle in the whole thing. But I wonder... Here's, here's my thinking, uh, because I also was thinking about that. But I, I do think that Putin... I don't think he would have done it without Putin's approval. Uh, so I'm I'm thinking that... Uh, oh, well, he, uh, yeah, the Belarusian yeah. leader, he was the one that brokered the deal between the two. He was like the mediator. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just thinking that uh, in, in Putin's mind, it's like out of sight, out of mind. And that's that's more or less correct, I would say. I mean, it's it's not it's not very dangerous having someone uh, that o almost took you out uh, because they were pretty close uh, um, in another country, and like especially someone uh, a country where you have a, a very good connection with with the guy that also controls the media and so on and so right, on. Right, yeah, yeah. So what if, like, a year from now he ends up dead in uh, Belarus? That wouldn't fucking shock me. I don't even think it'll be a year from now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he'll probably commit suicide by shooting himself yeah. in the back five times or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talking about people that uh, killed themselves, Epstein. 
Uh, totally killed himself. Definitely. You know. uh, new... 110%. A new report coming out. A lot of people saying this is like the final report. This is it. This is the last thing <laughs> that's going to come out about this. No fucking way. We're never going to hear any more about this, bro. I'm telling you. Never. Ever. But hours, yeah. uh, hours before the convicted sex offender Epstein died in jail in a New York jail cell by suicide, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. staffers allowed quote him unquote. to make an unmonitored phone call to his quote-unquote mother, but his mom had been dead at that point for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. So who did we don't... I wonder who he called, right? Um, I know who he called. Is this the call to the gymnastics guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, the scathing That's report, what I'm thinking. Yeah. The scathing report from the Office of the Inspector General said the unit manager of the Manhattan Metropolis Correctional Center let Epstein make a phone call after he asked to call his mother. The staffers told investigators that Epstein in in the shower area to was in the shower area to make the call because that ensured that Epstein would not be able to pull the phone cord into his cell to harm himself. Uh, okay. Another thing that happened is apparently they had left way too many blankets and uh, um, different articles of clothing in his cell. That was, like, what, obviously, he used. Um, Quote-unquote, hey. Yes. And then also the, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the guards botching their logs and overlooking uh, him, not looking on him enough in his cell. But, it, yeah, it also okay. says here Epstein had secured surplus linens in his cell the night uh, that this happened, so... Mm. Um, I'm going to ask you a hard question, because I, I have been thinking about it. If, let's say the official, uh, the official report and everything is that he killed himself. If you had to put a percentage of how much you're sure of that report that he killed himself, what would you put it around percentage-wise? Uh, I would say it's like a 80% chance he killed, he or 80% chance he didn't kill himself, I guess? Yeah, or yeah, I would that say there, I would say well. yeah. 80% chance there wasn't foul, foul play involved. Yes. I guess is a better I, Yeah, yeah, I, 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 would, I would say around 20%, I totally agree. I mean, another option is he did kill himself, but they drove him to that. Somebody, right. you know did things specifically yeah. to mess with him and then like but left, I, I, all these, I do, yeah. left all these bed linens in there on purpose you know right. knew that that was an option and then slowly right. like worked on his mental health to the point where he would they would right. drive him to i mean that's an also a possibility i guess but i i yeah i still think that's tempering and definitely oh yeah isn't, yeah, yeah i think yeah, I, there was that girl who was sending text messages to her boyfriend, remember this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was found guilty. So if you're a police yeah. guard that's driving somebody to it, I would assume you would also be found guilty. But it says mm -hmm. here, the report found no evidence of foul play surrounding his death and noted that most security cameras in the unit were not recording as they were due for an upgrade. Workers and inmates across the Epstein cell shared testimony with investigators who found that one worker clocked in 24 hours the time clocked in for 24 hours around the time of his death, meaning that he was way overworked also. But mm. that's their conclusion. No foul play. 
Yeah, I uh, don't believe that. <laughs> I mean, in and of itself, letting, leaving that many bed linens and extra clothing and things like that, that is foul mm -hmm. play right there. So I yeah. don't even know how this conclusion can, but whatever. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, but yeah, I, I wondered if uh, uh, when he was dying, he could hear Celine Dion sings and my heart will go on. In the background. Maybe if that was like one of his favorite movies, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, we are going to talk about the Titan and the Titanic. Do you think that uh, is a uh, uh, wordplay they were thinking of when they named it the Titan? I would assume they thought of that, yeah. Uh, yeah the company's Ocean Gate and this specific submarine was called the Titan. Um. Mm. Which was you tasked... said Titan? Yeah. Oh, I would say t Titan. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, that's uh, what am I? What's another Titan? Like the Titans? I, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I uh, totally understand why you think it's Titan. Oh. Well, I just think maybe it's because it's called Titanic. I would say Titan. Oh right. Yeah. I. I yeah. That's just how I've heard it, like, pronounced on the news and such, so... It's probably Titan. It's probably me that is a bit weird and also Norwegian. That probably has a lot to do with it. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why I kind of glossed over it. But new details are being <laughs> shared about the discovery of the missing submersible after the reports of the death mm -hmm. of its five passengers was announced on last Thursday. That's why we didn't cover it last week. U.S. Navy yeah. officials shared with the Wall Street Journal that an, a top-secret military acoustic detection system heard what it believed to be the submersible implosion hours after it began its voyage. Um, mm -hmm. According to the outlet, the Navy began listening for the Titan after it went missing while venturing into the depths of the North Atlantic to look at the Titanic wreckage, like you said. The report sounded, sounds detected by the Navy acoustic detection system were heard near the area uh, where the remotely operated vehicle... Uh, where the debris f field was, right? Because they have found... Right. Uh, th this is a slightly older article, because today they raised up pieces from the wreckage. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, can I find it a little bit interesting or a little bit weird that um, the whole thing was controlled by... Uh, uh, an old uh, game controller? I think it was a knockoff Xbox controller. It was like a third party. No, it was um, oh, PlayStation. Gosh, it was, it was it no, was it wasn't even the, that. It was like a game control thing that I hadn't even fucking heard about. Okay. So something extremely were, uh, weird. It was like uh, yeah, something completely else. I had heard. Either Xbox or, uh, but, but that was probably Gamecast. People... Gamecast was it? No, maybe it doesn't sound right to me. I know it was like a knockoff brand. It wasn't like a, um, it wasn't like a Xbox brand, but I think it was like mm. a knockoff brand of an Xbox controller. That's what I had heard. Nonetheless, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the whole thing that happened here is the guy who was the creator of it was like a hardcore libertarian anti-regulations mm -hmm. person. 
He was like, yeah. regulations are just holding me back from doing mm -hmm. uh, from doing amazing things. So he was all against uh, regulation of this vessel, which in the end probably would have helped having regulations on a you know vessel that's mm -hmm. going this deep into the ocean. Yeah, it's so incredibly weird. There's so much to talk about here. I don't even know where to go next, but uh, James yeah. Cameron comes out and says, uh, I, ha I have my own submersibles that I use, and yeah. there's, like, triple redundancy to make sure that if anything like this went wrong. Uh, but I guess in this case, because it was, like, a implosion, there's literally microseconds of time to figure out what's mm -hmm. wrong. It was, like, there was... That's the one saving grace of, like, the, you know five people died in this situation, but they had a very, it wasn't, they didn't suffer, which is what a lot of people were worried about while they were searching, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and also, I, uh, I've i seen so many jokes and memes of this on the internet, uh, uh, and uh, I think it was Internet Today that uh, we're having a talk about, like, how soon is too soon and things like that. And uh, I, I I get that it's it's just like uh, it's it's such a, a a weird thing because of all the things that is like connected to this. It's Titanic. It's submarines. It's rich people that didn't even fucking care about uh, uh, like you said uh, like uh, having their. Uh, vessel at all like it wasn't fucking clear to do the things that they were fucking doing well it's most so, of the people yeah. that were in this at the time and people who took this uh, journey in the past it cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this so even the right. people who were doing this were just really rich people which obviously um, they're looking for some kind of like adventures they like I guess the thing is, when you think, they sign off on all this, like, uh, yeah, it's a Logitech, yeah, yeah, that's a PlayStation controller. Yeah, I yeah. found it. Logitech <laughs> is, like, a weird off knockoff brand. I guess Logitech is a decent brand, though. It's not, like, a terrible yeah. brand. It could be worse, I guess. It could be some knockoff Chinese thing. Um, yeah, I think uh, there's something to say about, like, that, uh, you know, yeah, people lost their loved ones in this situation so th mm. there's a level of joking that can be made i guess but because this was done in such a like nonchalant way and not caring about safety to a degree that you um there were other people that w were gonna go on this and were like i'm not there was a specific billionaire who's come out and said I was scheduled to go on this and saw the submarine and was like, fuck no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So there's a level of like accountability also to the, you know what I'm saying? They, mm -hmm. they knew the risks, right? So, yeah, uh, there are some reviews on, on Amazon that is very, very funny. Uh, a two star review for his controller. Uh, where it says, I used a controller to control my submarine. It ruined my business when I lost the entire crew because the receiver lost control. Uh, I'm now being sued uh, by the families and I've been financially ruined. I would not recommend anymore anyone buy, buy this. 
there's another video that came out of this submarine being taken down with the you know the main guy who in, created it, but it was with like mm-hmm. a TikToker or some some type of social media influencer, and he just right. let them take control of it and inevitably oh ran gosh. it into that something. So fucking. So there's a lot of things here, wow. and then there's uh, the the stepson of the one guy yeah. who passed away, who was out at a Blink 182 concert, like the same. At the same time, people were still searching, which was mm-hmm. a whole other meme because this this kid clearly doesn't. Well, he claims that like that's his way of grieving, right? Which I guess I can understand, but it's just a very, I don't know. It's it's a very weird way of grieving, I guess. Well, you, you, I mean, I assume he or he didn't like buy the tickets that day. He probably had had the tickets right. for a month or whatever. I'm assuming. I'm giving him the benefit S- of the doubt. Still a little. You don't. Mm. Yeah, you want to be with your fam, other family members, like like around the telephone, waiting for like the phone. Like, yeah, I mean, that's. But everybody yeah. grieves in different waves, so I I don't you know it's weird. But did you say waves or ways? Ways. Oh. Because I, I thought you were making a pun there. Right. <laughs> I was being very insensitive. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> In different ways. <laughs> and then, of course, the conspiracy theories. Should we talk about those? Uh-huh. Yes, please. Um, the Republicans are saying that this was all... That the Navy yep. knew about this, and we clearly yep. know they did know about it in advance. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't prove that that sound necessarily was definitely the submarine, but um, Republicans are claiming that they did this to uh, distract from the Hunter Biden stuff, which we talked about last week. That is so fucking stupid. It's, I mean, it's what they go with every time. Anytime there's something yeah. that happens, it's like a distraction. Uh, then again, wag the dog. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised so, if some media outlets were like, oh, we could run more of uh, the submarine story or we could cover Hunter mm-hmm. Biden. And they went, well, let's just go with the submarine story because that's yeah, we like that story more. Is uh, It could be nefarious. It could not be, I guess. But I think that whole theory is kind of silly because it's come out that the Navy uh, talked to the families before it came out on the news that they had detected right. this sound. They had notified the families, but they didn't release it to everybody else because, number one, mm-hmm. it was a top-secret thing, I guess, and number two, they didn't actually have proof that the sound was that. Yeah, so... Right. But here's the real question. Has anybody asked Leonardo DiCaprio how he feels about this? Um, That's a good point, and they probably have, to be honest. Yeah. He probably refused to answer because, yeah... Yeah, that's, uh, so, uh, of course, uh, this is the thing that uh, I had to make a wrap of. Uh, so, uh, for people that don't know, we have a YouTube page, and it is uh, just YouTube, uh, and go and search for another digital system. You will find us, and uh, we have nine subscribers, so please uh, subscribe and everything. Uh, you can find the raps there if you think it's hard to hear the raps, because sometimes it is. Uh, especially the ones with music. And this is the rap about Titanic, fittingly. Okay. Give me a countdown. Mm-hmm. In three, two, one, play. Hopefully the volume is good. It's called Titanic Dance. 
Man, let me tell you about this ship that sank the Titanic, y'all. It was not the Titanic. All the rich folks on board, mm. they thought they would fly, but the iceberg was like, nah, I'ma let you die. The crew was like, we got this, we're the best. But when the ship hit the iceberg, they were put to the test. The captain was like, abandoned ship. But the passengers were like, this is some bull. The band kept <laughs> Did it censor itself or did mm -hmm. you do that? It did no, it did censor itself. Okay. It was like a scene from a horror film. I'm not clowning. The Diane, it was big, it was the top of the town. This is the best one you've done so far. The ship was like a metaphor for the Because it actually makes the most sense, at least so far. Now historians say it was a tragedy. But I say, let's just laugh and enjoy the comedy. The Diane, it was a ship that couldn't stay afloat. But now it's a story that that we all love to quote so next time you're feeling down just remember even the biggest shits can't sink in september and if you've ever well that didn't make sense <laughs> in september they sank in september oh okay yeah so one of the things that is kind of like trouble when i pick this bit because there's something after this the the middle break here was impossible for me to take down so it's just like this beat for like 30 seconds and it's so fucking stupid. And I tried to trim it down and I was like, nope, can't do that. Oh, I could do it. it. If you do it earlier, you can send it to me and I can yeah. clean it up. The pride of the sea, but it couldn't handle an iceberg scree. The band played on as the ship went down and the passengers screamed, but they couldn't drown. Leonardo Well, you could have added in the middle there was like an Eminem break where like two people are talking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess we just did. They all did say, but you didn't make it on that fateful day. The captain, he was brave, but he was wrong. He thought the ship was tough, but it didn't last long. The crew, they worked hard, but it was all in vain. The ship was doomed, it was going down the drain. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, so you can go to another digital citizen if you want to hear that whole rap, and you can see other things as well. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best yeah, one I think, so far. I, I agree. I think that it was a good one. That was a copyright-free beat, right? Hopefully. Yes? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Everything good. Everything <laughs> is copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, make, I make this with a program where it says, like, if you pay for it, you can use it commercially. So. Okay, good. All right, good. Yep. Yep. Uh, people that maybe wish they were on the Titanic, uh, maybe they could use this as a torture device, watching that movie over and over and over again. It is uh, very long. It is very long. I Hot take, I think it's a good movie, but uh, that's another topic. Uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe the end scene is not as good as uh, uh, anything else, but... Uh, yeah, uh, they can they can play the worst music of it because my heart goes on is a terrible terrible song uh, at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, that's right because the United Nations independent investigator visited the U.S. detention center Guantanamo Bay on Monday. Uh, the thirty men held there are subject. They said the men so there are subject to ongoing cruel, inhumane, and degrading treatment under international law. This is the no shit Sherlock section of the news, I guess. Yeah. The investigation. Welcome, welcome to that section of the show where we tell you no shit Sherlock. Um. Yeah. The investigator, Irish law, uh, an Irish law professor, said that at a new news conference releasing her twenty-three page report to the Human Rights Council of the UN, 
that the 2001 attacks in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania that killed nearly 3,000 pe people were crimes against humanity, but she said the U.S. use of torture and rendition against alleged perpetrators and their associate associates in the years right after the attacks violated international human rights. So, I think everybody kind of knew this, but this is, what, 22 years later, and we're still, like, going... I think the thing is, it's 22 years later, and Guantanamo Bay is still a thing. That's what the real question should be, right? Yeah, I think it is uh, one of the biggest and baddest marks on American history. It's up there with uh, the containment uh, uh, camps for... Uh, for people from from uh, uh, was it uh, during uh, Nixon there was a war in uh, what are we talking about the Cuban the Cuba crisis or, no, no the war the war the big war uh, with Napalm oh yeah uh, Vietnam Vietnam yes you had Vietnamese uh, prisoners. Uh, contempt in in camps, and that was long after World War Two, where we knew what that was doing to people. So it's a yeah, Guantanamo Bay is definitely a big big black mark on American history. I would say it's it's not even a black mark to the point. It's like a it's a black mark in the sense that like, what's a good way to put this? Any time that the U.S. goes around the world with our military and says uh, that these, this country or this leader or these people are doing some kind of rights abuse, you mm -hmm. can instantly turn and go around and look at them and say, "Well, what about Guantanamo Bay?" Yeah. If you, who, why are you the moral moral arbiter of the entire world when you're doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. It, it's that level of black mark where it's like. You can't go around it uh, throwing stones in glass houses kind of thing. Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, I think, yeah, I, I just, I am, um, it's one of those uh, things that I'm very disappointed in uh, when it come, came to Obama's uh, reign. Uh, he was very, like, before he came into power, he was, like, Close Guantanamo was like one of his biggest like fucking talking points during during like uh, his uh, his uh, pre-president uh, period. And I'm yeah, it's one of those things that I, I I just think you should have done long long fucking time ago is close that fucking down. You're not even gonna believe this. This is from UC Davis, so an actual you know. Uh, legitimate university did a report on this. Mm -hmm. um, it said that Celine Dion songs were played in Guantanamo Bay for over 12 hours <laughs> straight. The stress <laughs> themselves were specifically designed to induce muscle and bowel failures. Mm. Yeah. That uh, actually happened. You joked about it, but it was real. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big Celine Dion fan, so I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'm not sure she's fine with it, but... Uh, I remember us so. covering like the music that they used as torture there in like when we were yeah. doing main topic and uh, Bar Barney the Barney song was another one they used all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to to be fair to Celine Dion, she has never made a song as bad as that song. So 
I don't know any other Celine Dion songs other than that, that one song. <laughs> then my heart will go on. Yeah, I don't think so. I maybe if you if you name you have heard. I am a hundred and ten percent sure you have heard her Eurovision entrance. Because I have showed you that. I am. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, off the top of my head, I can't name or sing a lyric from another right. song. Right. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, can I? Um, let me think. Slindion, Slindion. Uh, did she make a song about Andrew Tate? Uh, no. I don't think so. No. Well, she she's still my my heart my heart was go will go on. With I don't know that she's still him. making music. I know she's got like a gig in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah, yeah she's huge in Vegas. I uh, I actually I will tell you what. If I get free tickets for that when I was in Vegas, I would fucking go. Sure. Like it, yeah, I I would have gone. If I, people have gone uh, given me free tickets to Slipknot, I would not. So, sure, that's incredibly yeah. random, but no, because they used they used Slipknot to torture people. I remember that. Oh, uh, when we were covering it. Yeah, it, that was like an incredibly loose connection. Then I don't think anybody else understood but you. But all right, a, a remaining court on Friday extended by thirty days the house arrest of Andrew Tate. A divisive social media personality and professional kickboxer who was charged this week, we talked about it last week actually, uh, with rape, human trafficking, and forming a criminal gang to exploit women, uh, him and his three compatriots, I guess we'll call them, are all mm -hmm. under 30 days house arrest, the court ruled, but the de decision can be appealed within 48 hours, so we're not, I haven't heard anything about that yet, so. Mm. They're not going to be in jail. They're going to be under house arrest until, it, like we said last week, the judge has 60 days to bring forward the case. So in the next two, mo two months or something, we'll be talking mm. about this again. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying not to think of Slipknot, sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this Andrew Tate thing is so interesting. Like I said, we, we talked a lot about it last week. And he's been on the offensive, and uh, I I think it's kind of like interesting that that uh, the whole thing about him uh, uh, being such a big thing in the Sennheist uh, at uh, uh, at the time is just like I wonder if it helps him or hurts him. I have a sneaking suspicion that it does not help him to be honest what this the house arrest or what are you talking about i i'm i'm I've lost being yeah yeah no being so uh known before he he uh he went into prison and things like that oh i see um yeah it seems like he definitely a lot of the case that it seems like they're going against him with he put out the details and stuff that they're using against him on social media. Mm. I think he was just yeah. a moron and put all of his crimes right out in the air for everybody to see and they were like, oh, you're just going to tell us that you're a human trafficker? Mm. And like write a, a whole website about it? Okay, we'll, mm. we'll arrest you, I guess. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. He's just a moron. 
Uh, yeah, I also think he's a moron. Uh, I, but I thought that before he got jailed, so... Yeah, that's true. I guess it's there, that as well. But he just acts uh, like he know, like he acts really smart, but most of the time people who say they're really smart are actually really dumb, and that's what Andrew Tate is. And yeah, Donald just, Trump. L- just just <laughs> look at me, I say I'm smart all the fucking time. <laughs> Uh, well, you're full yeah, of so... shit. I can say that. Hey, I am literally. Yeah. Uh, so are you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you think I will take some shit pills? So they're called crapsules, apparently. Hey, see what I did there. Freeze dri- crapsules. Free freeze dried feces pills called crapsules uh, are in are in starts of a clinical trial. Keeping mm-hmm. up with the latest health news can be a crapshoot. It hey. says in Yahoo News, a clinically tri- a clinical trial funded by the UK's National Institute of Health and Care Research is testing whether pills made out of freeze dried poop of healthy pe- of healthy people could help those uh, could help save those with advanced liver disease, including mm. cirrhosis. Uh, having higher levels of bad gut bacteria can make them more susceptible to infections. Researchers are hoping pills containing Feces with some good bacteria of healthy individuals will improve gut health of patients uh, with cirrhosis and reduce the need for their antibiotics. The crapsules, which have no taste or smell, as the name suggests, may offer new hope for patients with cirrhosis who are out of treatment options. I'm guessing, yeah, I'm not surprised they didn't make them, like, they're not flavored, right? I'm sorry, what the fuck would you flavor crapsules with? I don't know, you could make them like cherry flavored or like, you know, any other kind of like... Hey, do you want some shave, uh, 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 some pills that taste like cherry but... But are actually crap? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You want something that smells and tastes like it went, (laughs) like it was before it went in your mouth? (laughs) But it actually is what after came out? Um... (laughs) <laughs> and then you can make a factory where you like poop and then you freeze dry it and then you make your own pills and then you eat your pills that is from you that is that flavored cherry and then uh, yeah then I'm sure there's some kind of science behind this and everything and like it's probably totally safe but it remi- it makes mm-hmm. me think of like in a hundred years say people are going to look back at this the same way they look yeah. at people putting leeches on right. people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or or drilling a physical uh, uh, hole, uh, hole in, in your fucking head. To drain blood yeah. out, yeah. To it, drain blood out. I'm sure, like I said, I'm people sure there's some science. Back, back. I'm sure Jesus there's some Christ. science behind this. I don't think there was real mm-hmm. science behind that, necessarily, but like... Yeah. I just have a feeling that maybe that's what we're gonna see in a hundred years. I don't know. Right. Hey, uh, talking about Slipknot, look, uh, I have found a real Slipknot. Uh, they are a company that, uh, funny enough, and this is why I bring it up, it is a s- slip-resistant metal flooring products. Because what do uh, Slipknot sing? Slipknot. Yeah. Oh, they, they, mm-hmm. oh, I see. Yeah. They sing metal music. Slipknot, yes. And this is a company that does metal flooring. 
I wonder when mm-hmm. this company was founded because there's a chance, right, that this that the founder that was it was a play on words because they uh, make metal music. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I found their 2020 catalog. You can buy 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 things from them. Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. By either the heavy metal band or the Slipknot. Right. Yeah. This does, this looks oh this is a PDF. I was like this looks like a yes. shitty ass website, but it's a PDF. I no no no, it's a PDF that I found because. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think I think originally uh, the band is uh, named after uh, the tie. I think that's uh, uh, canon, if okay. I don't remember incorrectly. Okay. Anyway, uh, talk about things things that uh, has to do with poo, uh, Trump. We He's talked about pretty. this classified documents thing for weeks now. Uh, mm-hmm. This audio finally came out of him actually saying, uh, you know, talking about the classified documents with his, I think it was with his uh, aide. So let's hear the audio and we'll talk about it afterwards. Give me a countdown. Yeah, because uh, it's very important to remember that uh, Trump has aides. He has yeah. many, he has a lot of aides. Many aides. Yeah. Yes. All the aids, okay. I would say. Mm, the best aids. I think he probably has the best aids in the world. Huge aids. Just huge. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In three, two, one, play. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it? Iran? Where the fuck is Iran? <laughs> This was him. It's a medal. It's another medal. Iron. On the recording, Sorry. Trump is heard attacking yeah, the chairman funny. of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, and referencing a document that Trump claimed Milley had compiled. This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential secret. We're nervously laughing because you're going to get us arrested in six months. The contents of the recording, made during a July 21st, 2021 meeting at Trump's Bedminster, New Jersey golf club, have been previously reported and are quoted in the Justice Department's 37-count indictment related to Trump's handling of classified documents after leaving office but the recording itself had never been heard publicly until now. Trump pleaded not guilty this month to those 37 counts, and a campaign spokesperson sent the following statement to ABC News in response to the audio recording. The audio tape, the statement said, provides context proving once again that President Trump did nothing wrong at all. All right, we can stop there. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so that's from Absolutely the Trump campaign. That he's saying that these mm-hmm. audio recordings are the exact opposite of what we claim, obviously, that these prove that he did do something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's saying they, they prove the op. I'm not sure how they're justifying that, but... Yeah, I don't... I don't really think that makes any sense. I think what they're trying to say is that, like, he saved these documents to prove that something was being wrongly done to him, and that's what... He's. They're saying there's proof of wrongdoing to him, and that's what's the. Uh, that's why he kept them. I guess I don't know. Mm. And that would be the why that that would be the only sense that could be made out of that statement that I, I can think of. Yeah. 
Well, it's 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 weird. That is what I think about that. I I he's oh, please don't make him president again. Look, I I don't think that's gonna happen. But his approval ratings and stuff are amazing, like really high right now because of all this stuff. Like mm. the more you put him in the news, the more like certain people are gonna back him harder and harder. Right? Yeah. Please don't do that. Pretty please. I'll try. I live in I Oregon, think. where I don't actually my vote actually doesn't matter most most of the time. But okay. Mm, true. True. Uh, well, at least we don't have Trump in Norway. Uh, is, is there a Trump golf course in Norway? I would not be surprised. Mm, I am going to guess no. Okay. Uh, we have some gold golf courses. Uh. There's one that's not that far away from me. Uh, don't think it's open. Uh, and what I mean with open is that you don't have to be a member of a private club. Because I know there's a lot of like private clubs. Uh, Apparently, in 2018, hmm? Ernest Sombor gave uh, Trump a golf club as a, like, a gift. when, mm. Yeah, you know, before she... Well, while she was still prime minister, obviously. That's the closest yeah. thing I can find about Norway and Trump. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have Trump. Uh, we don't have... There's a lot of things that... Uh, you don't have Taco have Bell? You don't have... Uh, we don't have Taco Bell. Uh, we don't fucking have... Uh, a lot of things? Because <laughs> it's a whole different country? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a border to the Mexicans. Yeah, I, I think that goes without saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, our border against the Swedes are worse. I will say that. So. <laughs> okay. Because one, we don't have a wall. So. We also but, uh, don't have a wall, but. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed in that. To be honest, I mean, if we can take one thing away from Trump. Uh, it would be a put a hard wall between us and Sweden. I think that's a very good idea. There's a moat with like crocodiles <laughs> and stuff in it. Also, yeah. But uh, yeah, Trond is going to tell the truth about the same shit in Norway. Hello, this is Trond. But Trond tells the truth. Why is it that the people who are causing the problems is the people who get reelected and should, to solve the problems, or? People just believe them for in, when they say we should ignore the problems. You know right now we have, yeah, you can see what the climate change is doing. And it's going to get worse, not only for Norway, but for the rest of Europe, for the rest of the world. But still, we got a new party in Norway who's irritated and mad at the Green Party activists. Because they think the party is still not over. We can just continue, can continue and continue. The Conservatives and the Labour Party is doing what they always do. They just ignore that the problem exists. They, they want change, but not too fast. Really, don't do anything. Norway's environmental politics is bullshit. It is catastrophic. But we still believe that the richest 1% who don't want to pay taxes will flee off to Switzerland to, for not paying taxes at all. Shall save the day. Yeah, the people who are the, the people who are raping us 
is not pretend to be the fucking victim. You don't like what I'm saying? I don't give a fine fuck anymore. This is all over again. Conservatives are winning more and more votes. A new party called the Industrial Party, the conservative, even worst morons, are winning also. This is what we're gonna deal with. We know the science, we know the facts, but science and facts doesn't matter anymore because if the science and the facts doesn't say what somebody people wanted to say, then it's left wing, then it's communism, then it's the political elite who trying to screw us. Yes, there are an elite trying to screw us, but they are people making billions of dollars, not the deep state or a secret plot among union people. It's always been bullshit, but people are fucking still buying into it. Big time. Well, you thought that stupidity was only for the United States. No, it's not. It's also for Italy. It's also for France. Sometimes it's the Netherlands. Like, well, in Britain, the Brexit was fucked up. It didn't solve anything. It makes it worse. But, guess what? The conservatives are still winning. Even when the prime minister is getting caught in bullshit, they are still winning. It's not about what should we do anymore. It's not about what we really wanted to be true at all. It's sometimes hard, but things you always believed in all your life suddenly isn't true anymore. You can have, say like you have been in a relationship for many years and you discover, oh shit, it didn't work out. I... I didn't love her that much or she didn't love me or blah 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 but that's a fucking fact of life you cannot pull away from it you have to deal with this shit not just create a fairytale world where this, this things doesn't exist I don't know what to do anymore but I always love how to see how the conservatives rhetoric the people who are destroying the world are not the problem the people who do sometimes the violent actions to stop them. They are the terrorists. Well, that's what you call new language. You can always pretend to make something up. Just take... Before it was politically correct, they used communism, and now we use evoke. The same shit all the time, recycle and bullshit. We don't need to talk about this thing. We know what to do. We just don't want to do it. We have the, I talked about this before. We have the money to do it. And you have the knowledge to do it. But we always believe as long as some little among us, a very few of the lit doesn't make trillions of trillions and trillions and don't have to be accused of anything, makes it big, then it's going to rain down on all of us. The only thing that's raining down on us now is piss. Because they're pissing on us, and most people in the streets i give them permission to do so. This was Tron. We Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth as always. Thank you, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Uh, so, uh, I am going to do games uh, I have played this week. And you can do some TV shows. Because uh, all the TV shows you have seen, I've seen as well. So, that fits in together. Uh, let's start with Diablo. Uh, four, I guess, because that's the game that uh, 
followed the console. Do you know what? I, last week I said I am prob probably not going to think it's a very good and, and amazing game. Uh, I was 50% right, I guess. I mean, it's... I, I don't especially like, like, hack and slash games, but it, it has a very good story, and I think uh, one of the things I like the most about it is that uh, there's a bit of uh, a video, then there's a, a, a long or short time of a pure game, and then there's a video. So it feels very like cinematic in the way that you're like in the story, so it brings you more into the story. And in the cinematic they use the character that you made, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, and there's, yeah, there's aspects of it that, that I that I like. Uh, I will give it, uh, out of 10, I will give it a 7. It's it's not yeah like I said I'm 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 utterly surprised that I liked it as much as I did but it's it's not really my type of game so it can't get any higher than that. The Bear season two we both watched a couple episodes of this I don't I did you see any more yet I watched one I more episode see, that's all. It. Yeah I've only seen actually three episodes. Uh, I'm trying to hold a little back because it's so good. Yeah, this season's just as good as last season. I think all the same characters. If you've seen season, you know what? I think it's better. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's hard to tell right now because we haven't got. I, yeah, I've. Yeah, we haven't got to the end, but the, you know, the style of cinematography is it, it just as good. The character mm -hmm. development is just as good. The story, you would think like, um, oh, season one. Spoilers for season one. The ending. They. Uh, find a bunch of money you and so you would think oh we're going into season two and they're going to be set it's going to be like uh right. you know smooth sailing to a degree and then we're going to add in some new problems but what we find out is that wasn't enough money and that's this that's yeah. such a simple way of doing it and yeah. keeping the same kind of um underdog mentality of the kitchen instead yeah. of it being like oh well we've got all the money in the world, we can just make a, the best restaurant ever. That would be a boring ass show, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah I like to see. Yeah, no, it, it's it's really intelligent done. Uh, it's uh, you have a hundred and ten percent have to watch the first season to get um, as much enjoyment of this. But uh, I don't know why you all of a sudden would watch season two of this without seeing right. Season I, yeah, one. it's not like a so, movie franchise where you can watch. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. But, uh, yeah, what would you give it as a score? Uh, so far, 8.5. Yeah, I'm at a 9, so we're not far away from each other. If it had a really, really good ending, it definitely was going to, you know, bump it up. Bop, bop, bump it up. Bop, bump, bump it up. Uh, I don't know why I all of a sudden remember that song. Uh, I have played Need for Speed Unbound, Luke. So, do you have any experience with the Need for Speed franchise? Mm-hmm. I, I can l take it or leave it. Uh, it's more, more it's like the most mind. standard racing game of all racing games. Like, there's nothing super special or interesting about it. It's extremely standard. It's very, like, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so there are aspects of this game that I liked. Uh, I liked uh, that uh, most of the animation of this is very, like, different than the, like, modern take of every fucking card game in the world uh, lately. Uh, it's more, like, animated uh, style. It rem Some of the styles in in the cutscenes reminds me a little of like uh, old-time uh, cartoons and things like that. That is cool. Uh, what I don't like is like the grind and total like uh, sameness. Everything is like drive from this place to this place. Drive against this person. Get the best score in this race. And it's like it's so fucking repetitive. Uh, but I will give it a 5.5. Um, what should we talk about next? Uh, let's talk about Glamorous, I guess, on Netflix. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, this is not a show I would watch if I wasn't just no. watching it because it was a new show. <laughs> it has some lady from Sex and the City, and uh, other than mm. that, all new actors I've never seen in anything else that I can think of. Yeah, it's Kim Cattrall, uh, and a bunch of nobodies. Uh, it's set in a world of makeup, where this woman is running a makeup empire, but she hires a just a random kid out of a department store who's selling makeup. I don't know mm -hmm. why, because... Uh, fantasy because. world, I guess. Yeah, like that's there's no real rhyme or reason to it other than like do you know they're trying. Do you know what this reminds me of, Luke? What? Uh, the devil wears Prada. Well, they literally reference that in the show. <laughs> they they yeah. like they they are self aware enough to know that they're just remaking that with a gay guy, right? They they're, yeah. they they, yeah. they they know that's what they're doing. They're not even trying to hide it to the point where they say it in the television program. Mm. Um, but it, it's... It's... Not believe... Like, every character... It's a cartoon world. It doesn't feel like real life. It feels like a cartoon yeah. world. You know what I mean? Like, I can't really... I identify this as, like, uh, a place that would really exist that I can, like, mm. imagine going to and being, like, getting to know these people or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, some kind mm. of strange cartoon world, which... It is, like, a comedy, and so some of that works in the comedic sense. Uh, a lot mm. of the that didn't really land for me, but it, it was, I don't know, it, um, definitely mid-of-the-pack of the kind of drama show, you know what I mean? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what you think. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't like any of this. Uh, I, I thought it was a big waste of time. I am very happy to say that I'm never, ever... Go going to watch more than two episodes. Um, it's extremely. I don't like using this word, but it is uh, one of the most woke shows I have ever seen in quite a while. Um, I don't know about also, that. We literally saw a show called Woke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I still think it's more woke than woke. Funny enough, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, but it's so fucking boring and. I could not care about anybody, but I do agree. There's like the, some of the storylines are totally okay. It's not like it's definitely not the worst thing I I have seen this week. Uh, but it's just uh, 
For me, I think I landed on around the four somewhere, maybe three point five even. But yeah, I think four is is totally fair. I think the dialogue is so overly punched up to make it like boom, 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 like slam, slam. It's mm -hmm. like throwing things at you so quickly that like it ruins some of the acting because it the way yeah. they're delivering the lines doesn't feel genuine, especially mm -hmm. like the son of Kim Cattrall. He's just awful in this, to be honest. Yeah. Probably the worst part of the whole show. I, I give it a... Yeah. I'll give it a three. Okay, yeah. Uh, I played a game called The Bookwalker Thief of Tales. Uh, this I really, really recommend. So, this is set in a world with uh, our main guy called uh, Aten. And he is uh, once a very acclaimed writer, but then he l loses his ability to to <laughs> write uh, because he is found guilty of uh, a crime. And uh, in an attempt to like uh, reclaim his uh, status, he is approached by this criminal boss with a very cunning offer. Uh, I'm going to leave it there, but uh, yeah, uh, so what you do in this is uh, You solve puzzles and you jump into books uh, to Steal things from very famous books uh, So if you like reading uh, as much as I do uh, This is kind of like a game for you because he's like he, he's going to steal uh, uh, things that you have seen in other books. That's why it's called The Thief of Tales. Uh, I am going to actually give it an 8.5. Alright, Downey's Dream Cars on... Is this on Max? Um, I, this is going to be a long segment, I'm now realizing, because you're doing all these video games. Uh, let's make this fast. It's a show about Robert Downey Jr. trying to convert his cars to electric. That's pretty much it. Uh, it's a reality show. It's kind of boring. It's not... Uh, there's definitely some weird military propaganda in the first episode for some reason. Right. And uh, I'd give it a... Where did that fucking come from all of a sudden? I'm guessing they've helped fund certain things, probably. Because yeah. that's what the military yeah. does. Uh, uh, it's definitely... He's got some kind of initiative that he talks about in one of the episodes that is behind this show. He even says they mm -hmm. have, like, a department of their... a division of their group that, like, makes content. So I'm assuming that they're involved with the military, you know, for, like, the whole climate change thing, because that's what mm -hmm. this is also about. It's not just cars, but climate change. So I'd give it a... Mm, mm, it's like a four-type show. It's kind of It's boring. definitely four. It's it's such a four game uh, thing. Okay, I will stop uh, talking about games then to make it a little shorter. Uh, let's talk about the worst thing I saw this week, at least. Uh, L.A. Fire and Rescue. Holy fuck. Uh, so, I thought going into this. So this is an NBC reality show. Uh, I I I guess I thought this was going to be uh, cops, right? It is kind of cops. It's kind of cops. But for fire, uh, fire and, but, and uh, e EMS, right? Right. Uh, 
What do you like most about Cops? It's the way it's filmed, I would say, and like it's the, the chase scenes. Ev the, yeah, everybody chase watches scenes, yeah. Cops for the chase scenes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does this uh, have any chase scenes? Uh, look. No. No, it's, it's boring. You don't really run away from. You don't really run after fires. They it, the fire runs away from you. So yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> yeah. And uh, not using bad boys, bad boys, what you're going to do in the beginning, of course. Well, actually, the music uh, in this I'm sounded like it was guy. created by some kind yes. of AI, because every song Dead had some relation to, like, uh, going into the fire or something, and you're mm -hmm. like, that's not a real song. That was so yeah. AI-generated. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a bad show. I'm going to give it two and a half. Uh, yeah, I wish they would have just stuck with, like, one or two fire stations yeah, and focused on too. that instead of doing so many. Yeah. So I'd give it a... I don't think it's in a two range, but I'd probably give it a 3.5. It's better than Glamorous. Uh, do I think it's better than Glamorous? I'd rather watch, rather watch another episode of this than Glamorous any day, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my turn. All right, uh... Yeah. What are we talking about? We talked about Downey's Dream Cars. Not quite Narwhal, a DreamWorks animation on Netflix, which I thought was weird. Because oh. okay. isn't DreamWorks owned by Disney? I have no clue. That's what I thought. I didn't know I didn't know this was a thing, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't until I was on Netflix randomly, and it's like I saw DreamWorks, and I was like, okay, because, you know, they have a fairly good track record, but not this show. It looks like it was created by... Uh, the worst animators ever, or like just really <laughs> cheaply done. I, okay. I, I, the fact that they put DreamWorks on this surprises me because it's so kind of like um, Bubble Guppies animation. If you've ever seen that show, uh, mm -hmm. it's about a it's about a unicorn that thinks it's a nar narwhal, and it lives under the ocean. But then one day realizes it can come up out of the ocean and meets a bunch of unicorns. It's a very like weird kid show obviously what the fuck okay it's kind of got like a strange kind of like um vibe to it where he's trying to find out who he is and his parents are like mm. uh well we always knew you were different but we didn't know why you were different kind of thing you know it's teaching that kind of message uh mm -hmm. i i don't know it was very not good animation the dialogue is obviously for you know uh 10 year olds so i'd give it a okay. I'll probably give it a 4.5, I guess. Hmm. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, the best show this week. Uh, and what a fucking surprise it was. Uh, because, holy shit, I really, really didn't want to watch this show. Um, so, I'm a Virgo. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. And I had absolutely no fucking interest in watching it. I had seen some trailers uh, of it and I was like, this looks extremely stupid. Uh, uh, it's about a boy that that is very, very big. Uh, they say 13 feet, but just by like some of the things he's standing next to and the way he interacts with thing, I'm like, he's got, right. this has got to be way bigger than 13 feet, right? Oh yeah, around maybe the double. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, I uh, did not know this was the director of uh, Sorry to Bother You. That is uh, balls and really, really good movie from 2018. Um, but this is probably one of the best things this year. I think it is... Uh, it's it's not what you think it is going into it. If you think it's a stupid comedy show about a guy that's bigger than than uh, other people, then then I would recommend you watch it because that's not really what it's about. It's about uh, discrimination because he's a, yes because he's a giant, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and also him being black. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like uh, an alle kind of allegorical. Yeah. yeah, totally. Oh, but it, but it, yeah, no, it's it's very well shot, very well uh, 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 storyline, uh, very good acting. I think I am going to give it a nine and a half out of ten. I saw the whole thing. I did not think I would like this at all. I am very, very happy that I read a review of this because uh, I even told Luke that I'm probably not going to watch this because I had absolutely no interest in it. So I'm very happy to say I'm, I was wrong. I definitely, in the first bunch of it, was like, okay, I'm, am I interested in this? Am I not? And then the mom opens the book with all mm -hmm. the newspaper clippings. Mm -hmm. That was the m moment that I was like, okay, I'm into this yep. show. Yeah. Um, before that, I was kind of like, uh, but they, it's also in this world that isn't real, like our world. It's clearly like mm -hmm. a, in a crazy embellished world. Like the guy who lives next door that has a house that's 30 mm -hmm. feet up in the air on bricks, you know what I mean? And things like that, mm -hmm. that are just not like some of the world is similar, but a lot of the mm -hmm. world is like a fictional, uh, not, it's not a future world. It's like a just different no. world, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Different. Yeah. Uh, dimension or something like that. Mm -hmm. I like that a, a lot about it because it uh, lets your imagination play a lot more. I'd give it a, uh, I'll give it a, a nine. Yeah, I I I've, I've seen absolutely nothing like it, and that's also one of the things that it it felt like nothing I've seen before. The one thing I was a little. Not even, not that it's bad, but a little put off by at certain points was the way he mm. acts like a very like a child, um, even though he's but he 19. needs to be big baby. That, that, but but I understand why. I, yeah. Not uh, it's that, the way he uh, talks more than like the way oh, yes. he acts. I oh, guess yeah. I it kind of mm -hmm. I'm like he's still 19. He has he would have ver the like the verbal stuff down, even though even if he doesn't understand everything from the outside world, right? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, fantastic. Both of us recommend it. Your turn. Uh, the last thing I saw was Skull Island, right? I think you okay. saw this. Yep. Cartoon, almost anime? Almost anime by Netflix. Almost. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't make the connection to the uh, title of this show until the end of the first episode. 
Oh, that's Because I didn't even read what it was about. That's I just went into it. Funny. Right? I know. And I was like, what? This is not what I was expecting. Um, mm, there's no... I there hasn't even been an island. They talked about an island in the first episode until the very yeah. end. You don't... Re I didn't realize what was happening. Uh, mm. Pretty standard, you know, animation. Nothing amazing going on there. The voice mm. acting's not that great, I guess. Um... Mm -hmm. Other than that, it was kind of I don't know mid level to me. What'd you think? Yeah, I I I, I guess I wasn't a, as big a fan of this that I thought it would be. I would be. Uh, it's a tiny bit too childish uh, made. I I would have uh, liked it if it was a little like closer to the movie Skull Island. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, I think I, I kind of wanted more like in the dark side. Uh, this is definitely made for kids. Uh, in Teenager probably. I think yeah, it's too scary for would, young kids. But like... I would say 10 to 12. Something. Yeah, 10 to 14, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's not, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. So I guess I'd, I think I will... Um, uh, be around five. Uh, it's perfectly fine. It's, it's, uh, I saw two episodes of it. I don't have a very big need to go back to watch this, but, uh, it's not like anybody would have had need to force me to watch the rest either. So, where's that? Yeah, I give it a 5.5. .5. I think it's in yeah. that range where it's like, I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna remember the show existed in a month, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the last thing I saw this week was Trippin' with Anthony Anderson and Mama Doris. Oh that yeah, was the whole I forgot title. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is from the E Network. Uh, so it's Anthony and his uh, mama. Uh, they travel through England. And uh, was it France? And it's Italy? basically Europe, but it like the big uh, right. cities in Europe. Ro they said they're going to Rome. They said they were going to France, yeah. probably Paris. I'm assuming, and then they were in yeah. London. Right. Uh, it's a travel show with uh, Anthony Anderson. I really, really like this. This was fun. Uh, I had. Uh, much more fun with this where uh, I think it has to do with like uh, liking and Anthony Anderson it's it's a extremely uh, funny show and I I think it's it's also helped him with like having his his mom with him and it's just like yeah it's 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 so it's so nothing, but it's also a very like e reality show, and I I I I will go so far and say it's probably one of the better reality shows from e I have ever seen. Uh, that's not saying a lot though, because e is a terrible sh channel with absolutely nothing uh, to uh, on their card. But I am going to give it uh, a six look, and I recommend you watch it. Well, E used to do the soup, so they used to have something good. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, I think the, the the thing about the show is it's funny because of the the mother. Like, he doesn't really... Yes. Like, he tr 
tries to be comedic in certain parts, but most of his comedy stuff is just cheesy and not very funny to me at least mm-hmm. she's at least like funny she's so funny in a real way like she's really yeah. l- like a person and you can feel like mm-hmm. that connection to her uh i think this would be better as like a sketch than it yes. would be an entire television show as a mm-hmm. travel show this is not a great travel show because they're not really no. showing you any interesting no. <laughs> they're showing you paris and london and right and uh, Rome. It's like, I've. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a travel show to go see those places, right? Yeah. Like, if you're going to do a travel show, go to somewhere interesting, I guess. Uh, but that's not what this is about. It's more about the uh, connection between him and his mother, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what, what would you give it? I gave it a four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was better than, than you think. It had yeah. definitely had some cringy parts. I think that's probably why. Uh. I kind of docked it. There was one thing, like, he's... Even from the point of when they filmed this show to the point where Mm -hmm. they clearly filmed the interviews afterwards, he has lost Mm -hmm. so much weight. So much weight. And then they show clips of him, like, on the red carpet and stuff from earlier than the show was filmed, and you're like, wow. It is so fucking... amazing, like, the change in, like... uh, his appearance even, just, like, between mm-hmm. the filming of the show and the interviews is, like, mm-hmm. night and day. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I thought of that as well. But, uh, yeah. That was fun. Okay. Uh, but uh, that wasn't the last thing that we both watched, because we both also watched another episode of a show that I don't remember uh, what was called in the way it Based was. on a true story. See, I couldn't remember the name of this last week, so I'm thinking this is not a great title for a television show, even though it's a good show. <laughs> it is very good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, episode three. What was this episode? Yeah. Who's next? So I guess it's got Bill Goldberg in it. Uh, while seizing creative control, Matt drops <laughs> in on Nathan at the Beverly Cub. Ava and Nathan try to maintain power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We definitely had a lot of movement in the story here because yep. they made the deal to make the podcast and then they recorded the first podcast and then right at the end of the episode, they upload the first podcast, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I did not think this was as funny as episode one and two. Uh, I still think it's good. Don't get me wrong, but mm. uh, uh, the progression part of this story is not really what I'm super interested in. Uh, in another way, I will say that we probably have one of the best villains I have ever seen in my entire life. So there's also that. Yeah, it was just... Uh, I mean, I think that he his character in this didn't stand stand out as much in the no. as the last episode. I can understand why you would see that. I don't know that the comedy was any worse. Maybe it was. I don't know. I guess I'd have mm. to really think about it. Yeah, no. Uh, I gave this episode a 6.5. I think that's right on the money. I, I, mm. It hasn't really changed in quality all that much. I, I think the storyline progression is, is interesting, but... Yeah, it seems like they could do something with uh, more, rev- like, 
the revenge stuff that I was talking about last week, where it's like yeah. a back and forth of them. In this one, it seems like they just all agree now, except for we have one kind of back and forth where he edited his own version of the podcast, right? Yeah, that's the one back right. and forth we had. And uh, again, Cliffhanger, a very good Cliffhanger this week as well. I uh, said it last week that I will probably say it every week, and I like this Cliffhanger as well. Not as good as the other two, but still good, right? Yeah. Still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool EO. Uh, what are we going to talk about next? We are going to talk about some TV news uh, because uh, Wessie uh, Waters. One of the, if you had generated in an AI uh, right-wing Republican host on Fox News, this would come out. Right, uh, yeah. And he is ousted to uh, host uh, Tucker Carlson Live, something I find funny that they are still calling it that. Oh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to call it. Maybe they just don't know what they're going to call it. Oh, here to he he's currently hosting the opinion show Jesse Waters Primetime. He also mm-hmm. regularly panelists on The Five. I don't ever watch Fox, so I don't know. Well, I'm I've seen clips of him uh and most of the times when I see clips of him like it's people making fun of him for making a bad joke because he makes mm-hmm. a lot of really bad jokes because he's not he's funny. He's a very dad dad joke guy. Yeah. yeah, he thinks he's funny, but he's clearly not funny in any way whatsoever. <laughs> what do you mean? A host from Fox News not being funny? Isn't this the guy who, like, ate a steak in front of a vegan and he thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever? I want to say this that's this guy. He was like, oh, I it's so funny. Was... I ate a steak in front of a vegan to offend them. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. Would not uh, surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, but, uh, yeah, a uh, generic guy is going to be on uh, Fox. Uh, I... Okay, this is maybe going to sound a little bit weird, but uh, I kind of miss uh, the old Fox News days uh, when it was crazy. Uh, Now it's just boring. Oh, like just when they talked so much shit, like it was all just lies and craziness? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they got sued by Dominion and... Uh, yeah. they literally can't lie about any of those things anymore, otherwise they'll yeah. <laughs> get sued again. I mean, it was more fun to watch them go completely bonkers. Uh, Vanna White is uh, in talks to continue on Wheel of uh, Fortune, but she wants a race. Uh, yeah, she's been flipping the revealing letters on the show for more than four decades beside Pat Sajak, who is retiring. Mm-hmm. Uh... Per Puck, who first reported the news about White's plans, she is looking for a pay raise in her new deal. Her latest, last pay increase reportedly came 18 years ago, though she's gotten a few bonuses during that time. She makes $3 million a year, while Pat Sajak was making five times her current salary. That's a bit of a difference. Yeah. Wow. And I wouldn't say that, like, when you look at this, that... Vanna White is any less, like, famous than Pat Sajak. Actually, if I was to go name the people from Wheel of Fortune to somebody, do you think mm. they'd know Vanna White first or Pat Sajak first? I would say probably Vanna White. I would say so, yeah. So, yeah. I de- definitely think she deserves a raise. Yeah, I, I, I 
I definitely would agree. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen that uh, show for many, many years, and I still would be able to pick her out in the line if I saw a picture of her. And oh yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. They look exactly the same. even Pat. I've, there's a picture here of Pat Sajak. They look like I exactly the same. This is probably photoshopped all hell, but um, yeah. I get yeah. That's a good point. Does that show even do good enough ratings to like justify a raise? I don't know, but. I have no clue. I like yeah, like you said. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I think. Yeah, I would think that Wheel of Fortune does it very good in hospitals. Yeah, old folks' homes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Seven million and one person was uh, watching uh, Elton John because, guess what? I was one of those uh, people that saw uh, what people think will probably be his final farewell. Uh, it was one of the best concerts I have seen in quite a while. It was uh, almost, I think it was close to three hours of him singing hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was just so fucking amazing. And it, it's just like, yeah, I, I think... I think it. Uh, I have to say that I felt some tears uh, during it. So yeah, it was emotional. It was very good, uh, and Elton John was fucking amazing. Uh, I would give that concert a ten out of ten, probably. I guess it was real good. It says here like all the rest. You know, there. This is, he wasn't the only act at this festival, obviously, because it's a festival. Right. It says here the Arctic Monday Monkeys. Did 1.5 mm-hmm. million uh, mm-hmm. the same night that he did seven? So like, yeah, that shows that shows something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I watched uh, some different uh, concerts uh, this week because uh, it's it's a very good festival. Like every year, there's uh, something I want to say. See, um, I I think. Uh, one of my biggest uh, things that I saw other than than uh, him was actually uh, Rick Ashley. That was funny. Um, uh, that was kind of like out of nowhere. Um, I also saw the Louis uh, Capaldi thing. Uh, that was kind of sad because uh, he was uh, he was struggling a lot with uh, Tourette syndrome and had to uh, force his uh, set uh, short, so oh, okay. it was kind of weird. Uh, and I saw Fatboy Slim. That was what I saw this year. Cool. Alright. Uh, yeah. If you want to check out any uh, autobiographies by any of the musical artists we just talked about, go to audibletrial.com mm-hmm. forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. If you want a free trial and a free book, a uh, 30-day trial of Audible with our link, if you go through it, and you get the free uh, audio book of your choice, keep it uh, if you want, and cancel before the 30 days is up, you got to keep the book. Movie around, I have only seen a one movie, and it wasn't really a real movie, it was a TV movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it is called Rebecca Wadi, Jehovah's Witnesses and Me. So, do you know who Rebecca Wadi is by any chance? Name doesn't ring a bell. 
Um, yeah, that's because you're not English and not very into the sun and things like that. Uh, she is uh, one of the biggest um, uh, football uh, wives in England. Okay. Uh, she's married to an uh, English football player called Jamie Wardy, uh, and uh, she was in a big controversy that they even made a fucking musical uh, out of uh, some years ago. I'm not even fucking kidding. All they right. made a musical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she wasn't really happy about that. Uh, uh, she. Uh, do you know who Wayne Rooney is? Is he so big that you would know who he is? That name is definitely familiar. Yeah, so the wife of uh, Wayne Rooney uh, called Colleen Rooney uh, and her had a, uh, a libel trial in, in the UK in 2019, I, would, uh, I want to say. Or t uh, 2020, and it was so big that they made fucking made a musical out out of it. It is bonkers. Anyway, I was gonna say, is that so, what this movie's about? No, no, okay. no, no, not at all. But but going into this, I knew who who this lady was. I have never ever liked her. Okay. Like I'm a Wayne Wayne Rooney guy, through and through, and the whole the whole trial just. Uh, proved to me what a total disgusting thing like they like their back and forth was just like cocoa so I went into this uh, thinking that I, I would hate it approximately I would say that I, I, I thought this would be worse than I'm I'm a Virgo so it's it, it sounds kind of like there's nothing humorous about uh, uh, this thing. Uh, it is very, very, very hard to watch this documentary because it follows uh, her account of being a Jehovah's Witness, uh, Jehovah's Witness and her being having an investigation of the domination. And uh, she has like spoken about like how it was for her as a kid, but here she goes so much further. It, it is one of the most traumatic things I have ever seen in my entire life, and I'm not fucking kidding. Does she go back uh, into the church, or she just investigated from outside? Right, she she <laughs> outside. Okay, and she talks to a lot of people. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there, there, she meets two former uh, Jehovah's Witnesses uh, that. Uh, describes themselves as free and like listen to their program and she's been uh, she met, meets a Jeho uh, Jehovah's Witness uh, that has been a, a, a Jehovah's Witness for 50 years uh, that has been like sexually abused as a child it is so fucking good I want to say that this is one of the better documentaries I have ever seen that was TV made. Uh, I am going to give it a 9 out of 10 and recommend it very much. It is called Rebecca Wade, Jaws with Witnesses and Me. Uh, yeah, if you have a place to watch it, I do recommend you watch it. 
I just saw John Wick 4. Uh, mm, I have still not seen this, so... It is a John Wick movie. I mean, it's very... It's a little more over the top than the other ones, which is crazy to say because they're so f- right. over the top. This is like... Uh, it definitely all action, you know, but that's just a John Wick film. It mm. it it doesn't have any of the... Um, some in other John other of the John Wick movies there's like an underlying love story that never kind of works out, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's absent from this. It's just action the entire time. <laughs> um Yeah, it's it's good, it's fun, it's long. I uh I ended up watching it in two sections, not necessarily because it was bad, just cuz mm. I didn't have time to finish it that night, you know, and ended up watching the rest of it the next day. But it's just yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot happening. You definitely have to see every other movie to kind of understand right. a lot of the characters and stuff. This uh, can I ask background can I story? Ask a, yeah, can I ask a question? So one of the reasons why I haven't seen it is because I uh, I'm I'm one of those witch widows that thinks uh, one is okay. I think two is. Uh, better, I think three is awful, uh, and I think you would agree to that. Is it as bad as three, or is it better than three? It feels like they got away from like the goofy CGI stuff, and it's a lot more just like hand-to-hand combat, real like um, fight choreography, and not so much of the over-the-top uh, CGI stuff where it's unbelievable. I guess is a better word for it. Uh, where mm. this, it feels, I think it feels more, it's obviously over the top and ridiculous, like you could never fight this many people and win, but mm. it feels more realistic. There's one really good scene with the, where they do the over the head um, fight scene through the building. Where it, mm. it, it's just, cin- the cinematography in that is pretty amazing looking. There's a lot of really good camera work, a lot of, like the acting's not amazing or anything. The fight choreography right. is really good. The, uh, you know, there's some cheesy stuff, I guess, where, like, they kind of point out, like, oh, if we're going to fight, we might as well fight at, like, some famous uh, landmark every single time. You know, like, that happens in all the, every action movie. And they kind of almost make fun of that in this, which was kind of fun, I guess. Uh, Overall, Mm. I'd give it a, a, probably a seven, yeah, a seven. I was thinking of going up to 7.5, but, you know, the acting is, is not that great. So where would where where would you put this uh, among the f- uh, four? I guess I would say this is probably the second best one. I think first number one, and then this one, and then two, and then three. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it ties everything yeah, I, up I pretty well. Also, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know I'm a weirdo that likes two better than one, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then maybe I will see them. I thought it would be worse than three because uh, yeah I think I think three is definitely like uh, too over the top and I I don't want that. I think they learned that lesson. I, like yeah. you can't have so much going at him that it you uh, you go beyond the suspense of disbelief. Like at least he's only yeah. fighting. Yeah, there's a lot of people, but he'll be fighting one or two people at a time instead of yeah. Like that Chris mm. Hemsworth movie last week where he's fighting literally 300 people and somehow right. he gets out of it, yeah. Yeah, and survives, yeah, without a, a scratch. Anyway, exactly. 
Uh, let's talk about someone that did get a scratch. Oh, that's a bad transition, but hey, let's go with it. Uh, Rust Armor facing new evidence tampering charge. That is a big thing. It's like this Rust shooting story is never, ever going to go away. We're going to just be talking about it for the rest of our lives, but uh, the armorer who was in charge of uh, the guns on the set is looking at a new charge of evidence tampering for allegedly... Offering narcotics to escape prosecution. The special oh. prosecutor overseeing the case alleged that uh, alleged Thursday that Hanta, Hannah Gutierrez Reed did transfer narcotics to another person with the intent to prevent the apprehension, prosecution, or conviction of herself. So she bribed yeah. it. She bribed somebody. I don't know if it was a cop or what. With drugs. I, I, yeah. Of all things. Uh, we didn't talk about it when this happened, but uh, 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 this movie was in Cannes, uh, in the Cannes marketplace. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's so... Uh, it's, it's, it's around like 4,000 movies that are at Cannes at, uh, every year. So... so don't think they were invited or anything. It's just like it's it's a hot spot for 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 people that doesn't know uh, a lot of producers go there to sell their their movie. Um, and there was an interview with uh, the producer of Rust okay. uh, that said uh, that uh, he was aware that this would be a hard, <laughs> hard, hard uh, movie to sell to people. Uh, so I wonder if we will ever see it. That's 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 the weird part of it. Right. It's like the curiosities uh, um, part of me kind of want to see it, but I don't want to support it. I, I, want I think to, that's what the producer who would yeah. buy it would be banking on, though, is that curiosity factor, mm. right? Mm. Um, like I've said before, like, with The Crow, how popular that yeah. became just because somebody oh, died. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that also being in a fucking amazing movie, just to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't, like, the amazing that a lot of people even remember it as, because like, people... That Ooh. definitely added to you. The... You are walking into a very, very naughty bar here. I was going to say, <laughs> what I was saying was it added to the lore, the mystique, the the nostalgia, sure. the memory of like, oh, that was such an amazing point in cinema mm -hmm. because of that. Not necessarily that it was like an Oscar worthy film or anything like that. You see what I'm saying? No, no, yeah. no, no. It wasn't an Oscar worthy movie yeah, at all. But, yeah, I guess that's my point. Oh yeah, yeah. I almost thought you were going to say it was a bad movie, but because that's, I would fight you I, against that. I would say it's a uh, um, infamous. You know, it's an infamous movie. Yeah. You don't like the crow? No, infamous means famous for being for something bad happening. I understand that, right. but I'm asking you. Are you are you saying to me that you don't like the crow? I like it. I'm just saying it's not that great of a movie. Okay. Like okay. production cool. value wise, it's like, you know, it. There's oh, definitely yeah. some cheesy cool. shit in there. And if you watch it now, it's <laughs> it's not. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's not a long time since I've seen it, and it's a cheesy fucking movie. That's my point. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, uh, Canada. Let's move over to a place that's very known for having nice people. 
and uh, maple syrup. That's the first two things that comes to my mind. Uh, Netflix quietly access its basic plan in Canada. What is this all about? It has killed its nine ninety nine uh, Canadian per month plan in Canada for new for new subscribers. So it's not getting rid of it for people who already are subscribed at that mm -hmm. level, right? As first noted by Canadian publication Blog2, this simplifies the streaming company's offerings but leaves a big gap between an ad-supported plan and a standard plan. The company's plan that starts at $5.99 would be an ad-supported, while uh, for another $11 is the standard plan, $16.99. Yeah. That's a huge... That's a lot. That's over triple, right? Or, oh no, yeah. not quite triple, right. Well, almost. Yeah, almost. And that's, I mean, that shows how much they're getting if they're using for ad for ad revenue. I guess right, they're making yeah. a shit ton on ad revenue. Then that means, I always yeah. said that once Netflix starts adding an ad based service, that it's gonna hurt them, but it doesn't seem yep. to have so far. So I might no. be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I also thought that would kill Netflix. To be honest, uh, I I thought that was. Uh, wrong direction of uh, going i would think that making netflix the premium uh, alternative would be the way of going but uh yeah we were clearly both fucking wrong so yeah because like we even talked about in that one article a few weeks ago there they've increased viewers or yeah subscribers mm -hmm. because they are doing their whole uh, crackdown on at or um password sharing yeah so mm -hmm. I don't know. They seem to know what they're doing, even though I it, yeah. every time they make one of these moves, everybody goes, "That is a terrible idea." But then it always yeah. works out for them. So I, I'm mm. done. I'm done being the naysayer for Netflix at this point. Maybe they are in the bracket of untouchable. Could I be. think that thing about you said like they're it, they were the first one, and so there's this loyalty that's yeah. just there. Yeah. Yeah. It would take a lot for me uh, to cancel uh, my Netflix uh, subscription. They had to start a Nazi website or something. Yeah, there was a while where people were talking about, oh, look how much crap they put out compared to the good stuff they put out. But the good stuff right. they put out is like Stranger so Things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah. No, it's hard to complain when the company makes stranger things, right? Right, and uh, you know yeah. multiple other things that have come out, and even Bird Box. When you look at what a like, I mean, it wasn't a great Fucking movie, but it was Box. such like a yeah. Uh, phenomena. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to watch the Spanish version. Anyway, uh, let's talk about a movie that I had some predictions about last week. Uh, the movie that we're going to talk about: No Hard Feelings. The new house is right on the water. Come on, dog. You know how we do. TNT with lime. We're not open until noon. I've actually not seen this trailer. Now what that is. It's shit for Lawrence. No, Lawrence. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good lord. You need to fire her. I can't fire her. She has a disability. What? No, I don't. You don't? No. That's the reason why I hired you. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, is this a sex movie? I, I have heard about this. 
bed. Oh, I like him. He's funny. Yeah. I think you predicted that it was going to be like an action movie. Yes. Yeah. This is definitely the opposite of an action movie. Maddie Barker, your little disappearing act. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Congratulations. Is her vagina dishwasher safe? She's a real. <laughs> I have heard about this movie though. It's a little creepy, right? She's an yeah. older woman like seducing a child. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I'm missing something, but that's what. No. Okay. I like your house a lot. It's cozy. Ooh, we should have some music. Dance party. Oh, you're so little heavy on my legs. Wanna switch? Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. This is one of the most stupid things I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah, one of the commercials, it wasn't this one, but one of the commercials they were promoting it at, with, at least mm -hmm. on YouTube, it's like uh, uh, Academy Award winning Jennifer Lawrence in her greatest film. Oh, no. One of her worst films ever, or something like that. They're even like outright in the advertising saying this is going to be a goofy, not serious movie, obviously. Yeah, hot hot tech. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence best movie is Winter's Bone, and done with that. I am not a big fan of uh, when uh, silver linings. Okay, uh, no hard feelings. You want to say your thing? Mm-hmm. What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? On a brink of losing her childhood home, a desperate woman agrees to date a wealthy couple's introverted and awkward 19-year-old son. However, he proves to be more of a challenge than she expected and time is running out before she loses it all uh 6.8 out of 10 on imdb 68 percent mm -hmm. on rotten tomatoes seems like they missed by mm -hmm. a point there 91 percent of google users like <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if like the 88 percent on on rotten tomatoes on the audience oh that's, that's pretty good yeah. okay yeah um it was directed by gene stupinski who I've never heard of, but uh, that is a thing I have heard. Yeah, where have I heard that fucking name? It sounds like a fake okay. name, but sure. Oh yeah, he directed Good Boys. That's what he directed. Isn't that a dog movie? Sorry. Isn't that a dog movie? No, no, no. It's the it's the movie where all the kids curse. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay, it's a it's a very 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 funny movie from two thousand and nineteen. I was seeing a Good so. Boy from two thousand and three. Uh, mm. An intergalactic dog from the planet Sirius visits Earth to verify rumors that dogs have failed to take over our planet. Yeah, that, remember that classic? Has failed. Yeah, and that's why dogs oh. are dogs now because they failed to overtake us. Yeah. Mmm. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. It does. And to be fair, it's not uh, dogs, it's cats that will take over the world. 
Anyway, uh, I went to, to uh, the Rotten Tomatoes to try to find some bad things to say about this. Uh, Deborah uh, gave it one uh, star and said, Total waste of time and money. I can't believe that Jennifer Lawrence agreed to make this film. It's cringe worthy. The overall concept is good and uh, could have been an amazing feel-good movie. But the way the story is told is very disappointing and not con cohesive at all. Okay, I got a good one from uh, Coast Maps 22 on IMDb. 9 out of 10, they gave it. No pun intended, mm -hmm. and while the... Uh, oh, just do it. No pun intended, and while the trailer mm -hmm. may have looked quite well out there... To put it mildly, the movie itself has some gravitas. It works on many levels, and some of them are, well, dramatic. So while you may be in the age-shaming group, uh, the movie is aware of Lawrence's age and her character, or, or her character, that is. There's more that meets the eye. It's about baggage, uh, not that kind, from earlier in your life and how to deal <laughs> with stuff that goes uh, for both main characters, by the way. Okay. Nice. And I have one from the exact reverse opinion, uh, because uh, now let's reverse the genders and see what happens from due to yeah. Mary JD23 in a world where people get easily canceled for 20 year old tweets that might be considered sexist. How has this yeah. movie been made? It's a woman trying to seduce a 19 year old boy. Imagine if we made a movie mm -hmm. about a man at 32 getting paid to seduce a 19 year old old girl. Yes, they're both adults, but can you imagine the outcry if the genders were reversed? Yeah. We did I, that in in uh, uh, Sense of a Woman. They didn't want that well over. Oh, yeah, Scent of a Woman. Yeah, that was a while ago, mm -hmm. too. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, also coming. Yeah, we we so. talked about this exact thing in, when MILF Manor happened also. So right. this is just yeah, a, yeah. It's a talking thing now, talking point. And uh, I totally agree. I mean, t t it couldn't be made. I think it's creepy both ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree it's creepy both ways, but uh, uh, the movie could have been made the other way. Uh, Kings of LA, because you, you understand there's something called hypocritical, and that's what Hollywood is, uh, among other things. Uh, Kings of LA, uh, a young man at a critical point of his life struggles to navigate through... Oh, uh, socioeconomic ill. Socio socioeconomic. So oh, thank you. Ills and uh, temptation of his community as he, uh, the demographic and the culture shifts around him. South Central LA is now divided city and everyone wants a piece of it. Holy fuck, that sounds terrible. But it has a nine point. 2 out of 10 on IMDb, uh, it has uh, nothing on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, so that's a very good sign. Uh, it has uh, Steve J uh, and Paula J. Parker in it, okay, let's watch. Uh, Ravor Paris, or this one says Paris Memories? That can't be right. Uh... But it's Ravor Paris three months after surviving a terrorist attack at a bistro. Mia is still traumatized and unable to recall the events of that night. 
In an effort to move forward, she investigates her memories and retraces her steps. Uh, 6.8 out of 10 on 9BA, but 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Big discrepancy there. Uh, 80% of Google users liked it. Then <laughs> uh, a documentary uh, coming out this week. Uh, a documentary uh, crew follows... Uh, uh, follow, uh, follow political grifter Rick Klingman. <laughs> I know who that is supposed to be. As he teams up with his sketchy buddy Simon to take down a rival uh, congressional candidate. This is called a Maximum Truth. And is uh, with uh, Ike uh, uh, Barinholtz and Dylan O'Brien. The Last Rider, American cyclist Greg Lamont wins the 1989 Tour de France to complete one of the greatest comebacks in sports history. Sports documentary, it looks like, 7.6 out of 10 on IB, 93% mm -hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes, 100% on Fandango. That's a little less than believable. What? How much? 100% on Fandango. That's... I mean, maybe there's That's... one rating. We don't know, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess so. Okay, let's uh, talk about this totally movie from 2017. Oh, wait, it's not. Uh, a 12-year-old girl embarks on a journey that transforms her world forever. That sounds generic. Uh, it has 7.7 .7 out of 10. On IMDb, but it has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 43. So that's a big jump from 77 .7 to uh, 40%. I'm seeing why this uh, is from 2023, but it says 2017 and has Carrie mm. Fisher, who is currently dead but is in this movie, is because this is the last movie she ever filmed. So it probably was filmed in 2017 and is now just being mm. released. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on here. Yeah, I knew that Carrie Fisher was dead. Right. Uh, but they but did I, do I a wondering. CGI version of her in the Star Wars movies also, right. so I was wondering if maybe that happened again. Yeah, could have done, yeah. Yeah, okay, well that explains that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, oh, uh, Lauren and Rose... There's absolutely zero description. Rose is a legendary actress trying to revive her career... And Lauren is a promising filmmaker. Over a course of many encounter, their deep friendship evolves. It's got Jacqueline Bassett, Kelly Blatz, Paul Sand, and Aaron Cahill. So some people you've probably hmm. heard of or at least seen before. Yeah, Jacqueline Bassett is very famous. 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb and 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Hmm. That's a that's a weird movie. Okay, uh, I know what movie I want to see the most. I actually want to see uh, Maximum Truth the most. It looks the funniest, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do want to see No Hard Feelings just because it looks, but it. I think the Maximum Truth one looks funnier to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of want to see Wonder Well as well. The story doesn't sound that interesting to me. I mean, the only no, interesting part I, is that I, Carrie Fisher's yes, in it. Yeah. Yes, that's why. One of the reasons why I want to say it. And also Rita Ora, because I I don't know how 
uh, known you are with her, but she's a fucking singer. The name is definitely familiar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's not an actor at all. Uh, next week, uh, we will talk about news of the week, uh, TVs and movies of the week, maybe a game or two. Uh, based on a true story episode four, uh, we will do another digital review of uh, uh, the prisoner's daughter, and that is a movie about a daughter of a prisoner. That is very safe bet. Um, I'm gonna guess the daughter has to marry the king to release her father. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a royal film. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's a it's in another universe. Let's guess that, or around like 1600s, 1400s somewhere. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying in like in another like uh universe, as in like a different galaxy or something. That could be too. Oh, yeah. It could be like could a be. sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi prince mm-hmm. and or sci-fi king kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the daughter is going to be played by Madonna. Oh uh, well, I don't see that happening. But sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Round. You know, do- uh, you know Madonna from. That amazing movie. Uh, oh wait! They could do it nowadays. They could have Madonna play any age they wanted. They just have to really like touch her up in post a lot. That's all. I mean, in better than with Madonna, will was a good movie, but she played herself. So where's that? Okay, Jeremy round. Uh, mm-hmm. A DDoS attack affected Blizzard over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, causing a bunch of issues for the new Diablo, Diablo 4 and mm-hmm. and all the related games I'm to understand, right? Like all the other Diablos yep. that are still online. Uh, Overwatch, uh, Overwatch 2. Yeah. And then what else? I'm assuming everything that they have currently running, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was another game that I, I can't remember right now. But uh, yeah, no, it's it, it was... It was down in Norway. Oh, World of well. Warcraft, maybe? That's probably a War big one. World of Warcraft, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, no, there were, uh, uh, it was impossible to play uh, Diablo 4 for, for, uh, for a little while. Yeah, So okay. I played something else. <laughs> That's interesting, like, okay. though. It seems like yeah. there's... It says in this article something about uh, there were strikes? Uh, mm-hmm. The DDoS attacks seemed to stop, start and stop, or stop and start for the most yesterday, as Blizzard said the strikes had ended shortly after, or shortly before noting another wave of attacks had begun. So mm. yeah, interesting. I as I as I am seem to understand it, it was planned on um, Reddit. That's uh, more or less what I maybe by some understood. disgruntled employees or something. Ex employees, sure. maybe, uh, yeah, something like that. Could be, but uh, you know, it's. I, I mean, it's. It's. I understand why 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 people would do it, but it's just like so stupid. It's it seems like, like it's a protest, or at least they're treating it yeah. like it's a, a way of protest. But you know, it's also a crime. So you gotta. Mm-hmm. It is protesting can also you can get arrested for. So if you're willing to accept the consequences, then of your protest, right? That, mm. yeah. 
Okay, uh, Destiny uh, has gotten a one-year deal with Kick. Uh, I didn't hear that, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, he talked about it on... Money figures team. out there, or no? Uh, no, he has said that uh, it was Sweet Bag. But he can also multi-stream to YouTube, so I'm happy about that because that's yeah, that's, that's their deal. It seems like they're not putting anybody in an exclusive contract I, for right. whatever reason. Uh, I don't know. But but the thing is, it's a little more complicated than this because, uh, uh, and this is going a little deep. But uh, uh, Destiny has created his own platform called DGG. Uh, and uh, one of his uh, big things uh, has been like direct payment through DEGG uh, uh, in different tiers and things like that. And uh, he said that his new uh, deal would uh, make it so he couldn't have the interface on DGG. He would still keep the the tears there, but he couldn't stream to there. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Huh. That's confusing, even. Yeah. Not just weird. Yeah. <coughs> uh, did you hear about Mr. Beast Burger? I did. Mr. Beast said Saturday in a tweet he's moving on from Mr. Beast Burger. Uh, in a now deleted tweet, uh, Jimmy Donaldson, aka Mr. Beast, wrote that he had become it, it had become an impossible to guarantee the quality of his brand across 2000 different restaurants that are selling it um and in a second tweet that was deleted he wrote that he wanted to shut down mr beast burger but quote unquote the company i partnered with won't let me stop even though it's terrible for my brand yeah, yeah. i feel kind of bad but at the same time the whole thing at the beginning he was like i just want to help out people during covid and then it, mm -hmm. it kind of spiraled out of control i guess and then i even remember seeing multiple people uh doing reviews of the food like later after it initially had come out and being like this is terrible like this is, doesn't look like anything like the picture it's super low quality it looks like you could just buy it at the grocery store yeah mm-hmm uh, I have never heard of Sam and Colby before this week, I think. Have you heard about them? I mean, that's such a generic couple names. Let me look it up. Right. So, uh, they went... Holy fuck, what was that sound? Did you hear that? There's a motorcycle behind you. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, they went to the Demonic Secret Society of England, uh, or the Hellfire Club. This week, it's one and a half hour. Uh, it's very, very interesting. I don't think I've ever seen these guys, no. Hmm. Me neither. Are they British? Yeah. I would assume, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, oh, Kind of the biggest YouTube news was the Oopaville scam, right? Yeah. Because we had talked that about that so before, and we were, we were kind of wondering whether it had anything to do with the Nikocado podcast yeah, that totally fell clearly out. <laughs> yeah. yeah well he made an announcement around that same time when the podcast had stopped about this mm. but was very cryptic about it so we just kind of assumed but then this all had to do with the candy company that he runs which it sounds mm -hmm. like everything's worked out and the candy company's still happening but like he lost yeah. 
He got scammed out of like a million dollars or something. Yeah. Yep. A lot of money. Um. Uh. I don't have any more things on my thing. Uh. I only have a thing that we will end with. Okay. Elon versus Zuck was like a trending thing because they were going back and forth on Twitter saying they wanted to f- literally fight each other because okay. uh, Zuck is like into MMA now, right? T- uh, Muji- mm. uh, Muay Thai or I don't know. He's doing something. Jiu-Jitsu, one okay. or the other. Um, okay. And so he made a joke or something and then Elon clapped back on Twitter saying like, oh, you want to do it in a cage match? And then Dana White was like, saw this and was like, I can make that real. And then there was all of a sudden, he Dana White was coming out being like, I'm in discussions with the two men, but then it, it all fell through. Obviously, it was never really... Of I, course, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Elon was probably just talking shit on Twitter, which is what he does, right? Uh, I mean, he, o- he owns it now, so he has to keep it fresh and uh, in the news. I doubt... Uh, what's his name? Dana White was like, this would be the biggest like, uh, MMA or boxing match to ever happen. Like, it would... Mm. He was like, the biggest one ever was uh, McGregor Mayweather, and this, he said, would just blow it. And I can imagine, right? I would love to see Mm. either of those guys get punched in the face, so... Yeah. True. I think AEW Fight Forever game comes out either today or tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I wonder if it's any good. Uh... Their views has been pretty low. Is the uh, company that's making it like established, like a triple A? No, of, no, okay. no. I don't think so. No. Um. The but, last uh, thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, but the the feeling of the game from trailers and things like that uh, is kind of like where uh, I I think it looks good. But I'm into like old retro style wrestling games, so. Um, the last thing I had was H3 did a live show. Did you watch any of their live show? No, I have stopped watching them altogether. There's, the live show was kind of interesting because they had, they, they, they had, they showed somebody prolapsing their anus to the live crowd, but didn't show it like, so they just showed a panning shot of the crowd just being absolutely disgusted and being like, uh, reacting to this two minute video. It was pretty hilarious, actually. I might send you just that clip. Mm-hmm. Because you'll get a you'll get a chuckle out of it. Well, we will end with a trailer this week. Uh, I have uh, found a cool trailer. Uh, it's for the new Nicolas Cage movie. I have not seen the trailer, so I I don't know if it's very Nicolas Cage or not. Okay. But, uh, are you ready? Yeah, I think the volume's okay. Give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. People always say, don't assume. Sympathy the for the devil, You're by the way. Yeah. Is it a boy or girl? We don't know. Sometimes the worst is exactly what you should assume. So my wife is in the hospital. She's about to give birth. Why does this look familiar? Emergency. I'm your family emergency now. Ooh. I like that face. Yeah, he's got the red jacket. Like he's actually the devil. I'm assuming he's actually the devil. Oh yeah, I definitely. David, where are you? Are you happy? You and your wife have a happy marriage. Stick away from my family. That's rude. You interrupting me? Don't. (laughs) He's got like a New York accent kind of. Yeah. Stress. Let's just make wise decisions. 
Watch the speed limit. Where are we going? You're not listening to me. I will shoot you. And this cop. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? The Hitchhiker from the 70s. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We should play a little game. I want you to tell me the truth. If you don't, I am going to kill Mr. Happy Trucker and this waitress. Ready? You got me confused with someone else. Really? I'm not who you think I am. I never even told you who I think you are, so how could you know you're not who I think you are? This looks very much in... Yeah, I really want to see this. It's very stylish. Like, there's all this uh, neon in the background. Very. I like this. Whoa, yeah. I feel like we're seeing a little too much in the trailer, maybe, but... Maybe, yeah. Now, 50% sex. think the more violent the death, the higher the heaven you go. Huh. I'm very interested. Wouldn't you agree? Okay. Pick up the phone, James. What, what, what are you, ghosting me? What are you, Dr. Ross, my psychiatrist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That looks fun. I, I think that looks very, very fun. And it looks well filmed, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that. It doesn't say when it's coming I am out. Super excited for that. No. I'm assuming in a few months. It says this came out three yeah. weeks ago, so it could be yeah. a month or so. We'll see, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I wow, that looks fun. Very very fun. Uh, I I thought it would have uh, kind of have to do with the Rolling Stones. It probably has the song. Oh, it says July 28th. So, uh, Nick. Oh, exactly, exactly one month. One month. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, I am not Luke, so goodbye from Norway. And I'm not Fro, so goodbye from US. Bye bye, everybody. Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.